KTSA and FM 1071. So a few points to make as we get started this morning with the radio program. All right. It's a program. Do the program. So with every school shooting, the Democrats, the bodies have not even been taken from the school yet. Right. The Democrats race to the camera. You've got to give up your guns, America. You've got to give up your guns. We need more gun control. Right. But yet, but yet, when illegal aliens continue to come across the border killing our citizens, mainly young women, by the way. Right. It's a war on young women. Well, that's the across Democrat, the board. Democrats have Democrat a war on women all the way across the board, man. Yeah. So when they do that, it's strange, don't you think, how the Democrats do not run to the camera and say, we need border control. We need to, we, we need border control. We got them killing. Keep your thoughts and prayers. We need to control the border. Yet they, do, they don't do that. In fact, they do completely opposite. Last night on CNN, and, and little Andy Cooper, hi, I'm Andy Cooper. Yeah. He said, it's just so awful how this is being politicized. The death of Lakin is being politicized. Um, no, it's not. All day yesterday, in the mainstream media, the Democrat-controlled media like ABC and CBS and the others, they spent the entire day blaming her for jogging. Oh, she asked for it. Yeah. She was asking for it. Yeah, that's right. You know. Uh, it's her fault How for dare going out she? jogging. <laughs> and, 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 and AP is the one who starts this. AP writes oh, these scripts. Radio and television anchors and reporters read the script because they don't do any thinking, they don't do any follow-up, Apparently they don't do any not, checking yeah. into the, to the story. And then the, the story's just promulgated that way. So yesterday, the entire day, Sean, on leftist media, well, which people call the mainstream media, was all about how it's we can't go jogging. Students going jogging, they're putting themselves in harm's way. Yeah. Really? Well, what about the illegal alien that was arrested that nobody is talking about except me? From Venezuela, his name is Renzo Mendoza Montes, came from El Paso, came through El Paso in September, released by Biden, charged with sexually assaulting a child in Virginia, a little bitty baby child in Virginia. So did that little baby child do something to put herself in harm's way? Well, you so know, he would these babies, they don't know what they're doing, you know. You they go. need to be a little bit more, you know, aware of their situation. There you, know? you go. Yeah, the kid was asking for it, too. There I mean, you it's, go. It's freaking shameless, man. It is. The associate press uh said this this basically highlights the dangers of female athletes boy if you're a female athlete these days you're screwed so you go jogging and uh you're kind of inviting that sort of violence young lady i mean it's shameless how do these people look themselves in the freaking mirror man I can't believe it. I mean, I, I can't. The sad thing is, I can believe it. Yeah, that's right. The sad thing is, I was waiting for it. Yeah, I was waiting. This, this, of course. Yeah, he's an illegal. He's an illegal alien. We we can't cast any shade on the Biden administration or or on their on their border policies. Everything's fine. So wow, you you silly chicks, you going jogging by yourself? You're asking for. Remember in the Me Too thing. Well, you know, you you would never say of a rape victim she was asking for it. I mean, classically, that's what you hear. Well, you dress that way, you're asking for it, and people responded really horribly to that. Which, you know, well, they should. So now somebody goes jogging. This isn't the second time. Remember, it was a couple of years ago. I think it was. Uh, I forget where, but there was Memphis, a, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. A woman, a woman went jogging at four a.m. Got killed as well. She was asking for it too. I mean, it is absolutely freaking shameless that they're they're saying this, but it's not surprising. No, it's not surprising. That's who they are? It's a, it's a plan. They're scumbags. It is not surprising. It is a plan. None of this, none of this happens organically. Every last bit of it, including the response by the media, is all planned so that when it does happen, AP and the New York Times and the Washington Compost they just roll out their cover story, which is. It's your fault. Just like when there's a shooting in a school, Sean, it's your fault. You own a gun. Sure. You've got to give your gun sure. up. It's your fault. I just think there are so many people involved in maintaining that narrative yesterday. Oh, it's crazy. Every single one of those people who went to print or in front of a camera or on, in front of a radio microphone and said that bilious crap yesterday, who are you that you can do that? I mean, if it were your kid, I guess you'd be saying the same thing, right? 
any number of these people. If your kid, if your kid was out there jogging and your kid got raped and killed or whatever, uh, you'd be saying the same thing. Like, well, I wish she hadn't gone jogging. You know, I, I tried to warn her about jogging. I mean, it's sick, man. It's a freaking sickness. Well, if you continue to vote for Democrats, and I do mean any Democrat because they all support these policies. Right, right. These policies are the agenda, okay? Yeah. There's no difference Apparently. between a policy and agenda, right? Right. And so if you continue to vote for Democrats in any office at all, you're voting for the murder of more young women in this country, for the rape of more babies in this country. That's what you're voting well, for. Well, sure. And, it, and, and one day, as you pointed out, and we've done it many, many times, one day it could be yours. There's no reason why it's not, right? Oh, yeah. Because these guys, these scumbags that come across this border, they don't care about politics. They don't care about what you know, little letter you put behind your name. And they're certainly not going to ask your daughter when he rapes and kills your daughter what letter she has behind her name. They well, don't care. It's really freakish, uh, the, the lengths to which they go to protect these people, to protect these policies. I, I mean, we're talking about a 22-year-old girl. Who was we, we don't even really know exactly what happened to her. We know she had injuries all over her body, and plus the blunt force trauma. He brutalized her in what must have been a span of minutes after she went on that jog. And you, these people are going to sit there. These people who make a lot more money than you and I do are going to sit there in front of a, of a TV camera and say that? They won't that even... she brought it on herself by jogging alone? Joe Biden won't even say her name. Of course not. He won't even say her name. Now, if if you vote for Democrats, you're voting for more of this and on steroids because they will be emboldened. Just like the guys who came out when they were arrested in New York, oh, yeah. remember? Yeah. And they came out with flipping the bird off sure. to America. In San Diego yesterday, there was one that was uh, got off a bus, and he's got this hoodie on. And on the back, it says, F you all. <laughs> F you all. That's the defining statement that of these it. people coming over the border. That, that is my point. Blank is you it, all. That's right. And if you end up voting for Democrats, every one of them who come across the border are going to have that attitude because they win. I just, when are the Democrats, when are you people going to start being actual human beings? They're not. When are you going to start being actual freaking human beings with blood coursing through your veins and a soul in your chest rather than the stooges of a freaking piece of crap like Joe Biden. Look at who they're protecting. <laughs> they're circling a wa the wagons around one of the most corrupt, racist pieces of crap to ever grace the, uh, the Oval Office. They have no shame. How do you do that? Well, I, I want to point this out, as I've done many times as well. It's not just Democrats, because Republicans who choose to not be involved, and I'm talking about involved beyond just your vote. Right. Your vote's not going to be enough. It's just not. Right. The Democrats are going to have mules out there collecting ballots. The Democrats are going to be driving people to the polls. The Democrats are registering people walking you know, through, right. through their own neighborhoods. And that's what it's going to take by Republicans or conservatives as well. Uh, yeah. Voting is not going to be enough. So I've been giving out this website. You can go there. You can find out how you can be involved. You can how you can find out how to organize in your own neighborhood. Right, to right. Walk around your cul-de-sac and get your friends to sign off on a piece of paper and all that. TPAction.com/slash/get-involved. TPAction.com/slash/get-involved. They're also on uh, Twitter or X at uh, TPAction uh, underscore. Uh, there's great information there. There's there's forms that are pre-done for you. You just sure. Fell them out, put them on a clipboard, and walk around your neighborhood and say, sign up. Hey, you know, just as an example, my, my neighbor, uh, he's a really, really cool guy. And the last uh, city election, he did just that. He, he, he had a candidate, a Republican he was supporting. He walked around the neighborhood Good. and just asked people, you know, there's an election coming up. told it, you know, there's an election coming up. You know, this is this guy, this is this I mean, he had a conversation, but he left his home. He left his comfort zone. Yeah. That's right. really what it takes. you got to leave your Absolutely. comfort zone and go out there, you know, and uh, and be and be active. Because, uh, the, again, as we've been saying all week or last week, their ground game is killer. They, they do everything they need to do to get every single vote they could possibly get. Well, Democrats discovered a long, long time ago that voting was not enough. Yeah, it's yeah. just merely voting's not enough. They have to go with take buses, and they do. They rent. Oh, sure. They rent buses. They get 
they, they rent vans from car rental locations. They go pick up Democrat voters to take up the polls. And beyond that, they actually come to your house, and they'll yeah. take your ballot and go take it to the polling place and deposit your ballot for you. And Republicans, if you're not willing to do that, well, then you're going to have more fentanyl on the streets. It's going to kill more of our children. You're going to have more murderers and rapists on the streets. Dr. Phil was on The View yesterday. <laughs> I heard, Dr. Yeah. Phil told the chicks on The View, <laughs> I talked to the head of the border guards down there, the head of the union, and I asked him straight up, kids are coming over the border with numbers written on them, phone numbers and addresses, and they write them on their arms. Sure. Uh, and do we check those out? And the head of the Border Patrol Union says, uh, yes, of course, uh, we call them. Is it possible that we're sending them into known prostitution rings or sweatshops? And he said, it's not possible. It's absolute. It's absolute. Well, and your tax dollars are paying for that. Of your course. tax dollars are contributing to the trafficking of children and women uh, in this country. They, absolutely they are. So if you want more women and children to be trafficked into this country, vote Democrat. I, I just, you know, you, I think we could say this all day long, but for those morons, for those true believers, it's not going to matter. These are people who are raised on the idea and indoctrinated in, indoctrinated in the public school system that you always vote Democrat no matter what. Well, then, for Republicans who listen to us or conservatives, just vote and don't do any more. Yeah, you know, and you'll have just, more of the same. You'll have more of this. Maybe that's what they if, want. If you're not willing, <laughs> if you're not willing to go above and beyond casting a vote on right. Tuesday, then yeah, you'll have more of the same. And you got to. You, we have to. We have to. We have to look at this as a military operation. Right. We really do. Well, you know, they just they've they have yet to pull that off in recent memory. Uh, they don't seem interested in that. They they kind of. Uh, cover themselves by saying, "Well, we're not going to play dirty like the Democrats." Okay, there's stuff. There's things you can do. What we're describing is not dirty politics. Not at all. It's being a gumshoe. It's getting the, the the shoe leather out there and walking and doing the work. And if you're not willing to do that, well, then you, you pretty much have to accept things as they are and uh, and and continue on this track we're on with this country. That is correct. More Ware and Rima coming up. KTSA. When you want the best. When you want a metal. Under. Well, the Trey Ware's sixth annual drive-in hunger is underway right now at KTSA.com. They can take you know cash donations yeah. over there. Serving over 100000 a week. The food bank's biggest need right now is money, 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 money. We need it. We need it. And uh, $1 feeds seven, folks. Presented by John Wayne Service Company and in part by the Institute for Functional Health and Plies Law Firm. And all the sponsors are also drop-off locations. Thank you very much. I didn't realize what a large facility that is. We used to drive by it when my wife was going to school on the west side. It's a pretty big operation, man. Well, and they need they need volunteers yeah. so you oh, yeah. can sign up on, on, on site. One of the things they do is really cool. They have a prison ministry where they bring in a bus full of prisoners oh, wow. and you know, of course they're good you know in good terms and they're oh, sure, you know, sure. safe yeah. and they uh they fulfill the orders over there as well and a lot of those guys it gives them something to really work forward look forward to right. when they get out you know what i'm saying it oh, gives them something to build their life. you know good good thing for their life so good on them yeah well, I know you've mentioned this book a few times by Peter Schweitzer. He's a Breitbart guy, and he's got a book out I, uh, on China. Mm-hmm. And I was reading some excerpts from it yesterday about these Glock switches mm-hmm. that uh, are about the size, apparently, of a dime. That's correct. And you attach them somehow to a Glock, and it switches it to an automatic. That's for right. The length of, the, <clears throat> of the, how many bullets you have. And they've been sending millions of these to do to america via the southern border that just like correct. they've been doing the same thing with fentanyl mm-hmm. and silencers or some silencers, <laughs> silencers as yeah. well <clears throat> you know and i was reading it a lot of it is uh kind of confirming what you and i talk about a lot and what we i think we people who are paying attention really know is that china and he, he names it they're involved or they are engaged in a disintegration in disintegration warfare that's correct uh i read sun Tzu or uh yeah, Sun Tzu years ago, uh, The Art of War, and the, the idea, and this is a, a Chinese idea that goes way back, or an Asian idea, that you win the battle before you hit the battlefield. It's the long game. It's create chaos, uh, create uh, additional crime and uh, uh, disunity amongst people, break down their psychology. In other words, you just you, you slowly infiltrate the country and and seed it with bad stuff so that you weaken the nation from the interior that you want to destroy. And they've been at it. They've been at it for a long time. Trump was talking about this, what, 20, 30 years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are about it. You look at all these. I mean, I, I keep seeing video of these Chinese dudes just strolling across the border. And as you pointed out, 
You don't just walk out of China. It's a communist country. It's a fascist state. Yeah. So they are they are about. I, I know there's a lot of people on the left that's going to roll their eyes at this crap. Oh, but man, <laughs> roll you're, you're going to be learning Mandarin quicker quicker than you think, man. Well, you're going to be locked up, and and those are the two choices. And yes, Chuck Schumer yesterday is waving the Chinese flag. Chuck Schumer, <laughs> well, the they leader own of the his Senate, ass. right? Yeah. He, well, they own all of them. Yeah. Uh, Barack Obama is completely owned by China, and he's made that perfectly clear. He sows dissension, and, and you've heard me talk about chaos in the streets. He sows dissension on a racial. Boundaries. Sure. You talked about that movie that that he and his wife produce. It's all about how white people are horrible and white people oh, are sure. killing black people and so on and so forth. That's been his whole thing. But it's all about Sun Tzu, which is you have the enemy fighting each other. They're much easier for you to defeat when they're fighting against each other. When there's chaos in the streets, which we have, sure. when they're sending these these weapons in here or these parts of the weapons that will turn a a, a semi-auto to a full auto, when they're sending them in here for the gangs to use against everyday citizens and create chaos on the streets that's all they're doing they are creating us fighting against each other so we're easy pickings and that's why they are now sending their armies in here oh yeah i mean uh, it's it's elegant it's like uh what's the game where you do the stacking you know until the thing falls over jenga Jenga. it's a game of jenga you're you're pulling out pieces of the foundation of the country so that the whole damn whole damn thing falls the ultimately the goal is you win the battle without firing a single Correct. shot. Correct. That's exactly without right. Without firing off a Khrushchev single weapon. So. You, you just, you, you, you rot them from the inside out. And they're patient. The Chinese have been around for a long time, and they are patient, man. And they have for a long time been talking about world domination. In yeah. order to do that, they gotta, they got to kill us off. And 150 of our youth are dying due to Chinese fentanyl God. coming through Mexico. 150 every day, seven days a week. It, now, yeah. if they strolled across the southern border and shot 150 kids in this country every day, seven days a week. Do you think the people in this country would, would oh, rise up? Oh, oh, we'd be at war. Right. We'd be in a and, shooting and war. And they're at war against us, but we're just pussyfooting around. Well, we're not acknowledging what's going on, at least publicly, and the people who are the power brokers of this country are owned That's by right. freaking China from the president all the way down. Exactly right. It's scary crap, man. It is. It's bad. I want to tell you my friends over at Amogee Bank, what a great uh, institution, what a great lending institution Amogee is for families, always putting families of Texas first in everything they do. That's what they're all about at Amogee Bank. Whether it's a loan, line of credit, maybe it's a, a home loan, maybe you know mortgage, something like that, they can handle all that for you for your family. They can also, during these times when we're all trying to squeeze more blood out of that turnip every couple weeks right they can also show you how to take a little bit of that money put it to the side make money on that money compound your earnings on that money and put a lot of money away for the future they can help you put strategies and products in place that will get your family to that point when you think families think amogee bank because they're all about serving the families of texas no matter where you are they have more than 12 billion dollars in asset ready to go to work for you today amogee na member fdic equal housing lender quality here at John Wayne, it's not just... Barrett Ryman, KTSA. Listen, uh, I, I want to take a break from the murderous maniac in the White House uh, <laughs> and talk about something a little bit lighter. Sure. Uh, a whole lot lighter, in fact. But before we do that, you came in this morning and you said that, you know, the <laughs> the, the maniac in the White House says that um, Donald Trump cannot remember his wife's name. Oh, he was on that... Seth Guy's show last night. Yeah. I, I heard you talking about it. Yeah. I don't watch any of that crap. But right. I guess he was saying, he asked him about his age and uh-huh. his mental acuity, which, you know, I give him credit for that, at least asking. Yeah. And uh, Biden immediately uh, immediately downshifted into Trumpism or, or going after Trump and said, well, Don- the other guy can't even remember his wife's name. Right. Okay. It, Trump wasn't the guy giving the military salute to his wife uh, about right. a week ago, dude. Right. <laughs> yep. That's something I saw that I told you about. He was, she was getting off of uh, Marine One, and he turned around and saluted her. <laughs> yes. Well, let me tell you what he's referencing. This is all a lie created by the Democrats, edited by ABC, CBS, oh, sure. edited by CNN to make oh, yeah. it look like Donald Trump was calling Melania Mercedes. Uh. But that's not what happened. So if you heard that on this station or saw it on television or anything else, right. it was a lie. It was all created. Here's what happened. Donald Trump over the weekend spoke at CPAC. Right. The Conservative Action Group. Right, right. As he was speaking there, we have to remember who started CPAC. A guy by the name of Matt Schlapp. Right. His wife's name is Mercedes. 
they're sitting in the front row. So as, as Donald Trump is introduced, he says something about Melania, and Melania gets all this, ah, the whole crowd there starts cheering Melania. He looks down at Mercedes Schlapp, his host, right, and he says, that's not bad, huh, Mercedes? <laughs> right, right. He wasn't calling right. Melania right. Mercedes. He was actually speaking to a human being named Mercedes. Well, dude, they've been rolling with the Charlottesville lie uh, and 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 the cheap edit of the, those comments for you know what damn near four years now. I mean, they're, they're, again, we kind of go back to who are these people? They they know every time they run that edited version or they make a comment about that that they are lying. That's right. They absolutely know they're lying. That's it. They also know that if you toss it out there, the morons will gobble it up, hook, line, and sinker, and not question. Well, Sean, I was just saying this morning that you know all these radio and television anchors across the country, they just read AP oh, script, sure. right? And they play sound from ABC. And it, there, there's, no, there's no refutation. I just made up a word. There's no refuting. <laughs> That's a real word. <laughs> yeah. They're not refuting what, was, what no. was being said. They're not even investigating to see if it was true. I've had Mercedes slap and Matt slap on this show many times, and it's a real human being. He was not not referring to Melania when he said, not bad, huh, Mercedes? He but was it, talking it, to Mercedes. Again, they're like children, man. Oh, we got Trump. Oh, we make it look like he called uh, Melania Mercedes. They're like freaking children. But again, I go back to this notion that we were talking about a few minutes ago. There's a whole lot of people that got to roll with that. Every, oh, single, yeah. every single one of those people who rolls with that bullcrap is making a freaking choice. That's right. That's right. They're making a choice. And who are you that that's the freaking choice you make? And you're making a choice, again, <laughs> you know, the theme I'm, I'm hanging my hat on, if you're voting for Democrat or if you're not stepping up as a Republican, you're voting for more murder in the streets, you're voting for more higher prices, right. you're voting for more wars, all this stuff that these Democrats have voted for and brought to us and the chaos we live in with you know China sending these automatic weapons right, onto our right. city. All that stuff is because of voters. This is you, you get what you vote for. Well, sure, but I mean, going back to like the misinformation, the way they edit stuff. Right. You know, I, I, and it, it, we're preaching to the choir because most of the That's people right. listening to us they know, know this stuff and they agree with this stuff. That's right. How do you break through this wall? of misinformation from the establishment establishment media to the morons because the morons don't question they don't they're still going with the charlottesville thing that sure. he said all kkk white supremacists are good people sure. they're decent people in the kkk i know people right now who have multiple college degrees that still buy off on that crap they can't do a 30 second google search and find out it's wrong how do you get around that you you had you know seth meyer sit there and so he's a far leftist yeah but he sat there last night and he didn't say to to no. to joe biden he wasn't talking about melania he was talking about mercedes Slap, Mr. President. Now, he didn't say to him. Now, you right. don't expect him to do it. No, but, but still, that's what you need. You need he, more of that. He's still making a choice to go with it. Yes, he he knows it's bullcrap as much as anybody else does. He's in yeah. the media. Yeah. So you know, you and I just, I, I, I don't know if I'm just at a point in my life where trying to be as genuine as possible is really important to me. So people who aren't that and who routinely, like, the, like these guys. Yep. Who, how do you look yourself in the mirror when you go in front of millions of people and say, he called Melania Mercedes, right. and you know it's bullcrap? Well, so as far as Joe's concerned, he's just whatever they tell him to say, right? Well, because he's, he's not puppet. there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, and he's not, not there, there so whatever they tell him to say. But the rest of them on down the line, there's any number of reasons. They fully believe that they have to do this to hang on to power for whatever reason. Number one reason is many of them are trying to stay out of jail. Well, Many yeah, of them I, deserve to be in jail. I agree. Donald Trump gets back into power. That's why they'll stop at nothing to stop him, right? Well, in, apparently. In, in, including doing what they claim that Putin did to this opposition leader last week. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Oh, I don't, don't put... let Don't let him put Donald Trump in jail. All right. That, you, know, you Epstein yourself when you go to jail sometimes. I, I don't. I, I, I. It's weird to be so utterly convinced that the other side is willing to do Anything. anything. So, let's break from that for a second. Because <laughs> we always ask each other when we see each other first thing in the morning, what'd you do yesterday? How was your day yesterday? How right. was your day? How was your day? Right. And I told you that we went bat, bat poop crazy at my house. You bought some guano, didn't you? Yeah, we did. I got a bag of bat poop. And... Uh, <laughs> 
ah, we went bat poop and, crazy at my house. And yesterday. your wife was spreading the bat poop all over the she yard. She was. She was running around the yard with a spreader. This big cloud of bat poop are all around her. <laughs> and then when she got done spreading bat poop on the yard, she comes <laughs> over and wants to be amorous. Oh, God, Dre. She, wants, she comes right up and says, hey, how are you, honey? I say, hey, 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 Ugh. hey, yeah, yeah. hey. Right. Actually, that was kind of, that's kind of interesting. <sighs> I don't care enough about my yard to buy bat poop, and my wife doesn't care enough to be amorous, so we don't have to worry about it either way. There you go. <laughs> Today is National Retro Day. Yes. National Retro Day. There's a lot of that going around. Well, it has to because... We had the cool stuff in our day, right? <laughs> the cool stuff doesn't exist today, so they got to go back. I was listening to a contemporary station the other day when uh -huh. I was driving over the weekend. Yeah. I was driving around, and they sampled Dion Warwick "Walk On By." It's a rap song. It's a current rap song. It's twenty twenty four rap song. But they got Dion Warwick going "Walk On By." They can't make their own music. You know what I mean? They got to keep stealing our songs. I had a line. On this, I had a line pop into my head that I was going to use in a poem at some point. I, I love using the word zeitgeist. It's such a cool word. And uh, the zeitgeist of any era or generation is some defining thing. You know, if you go back to the 60s, it was the hippie culture. The 80s, it was consumerism, right? And yuppieism and all that stuff. Uh, my generation, you know, it was anger, <laughs> you know, and just being pissed off about everything. There's, every, every generation has its own zeitgeist. But I think Generation Z is the first generation whose zeitgeist is that they don't have a zeitgeist. Yeah, probably. They don't really have a culture uh, of any discernible kind, man. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, as far as being retro, I mean, I, I'm kind of going through this thing where I'm, I'm kind of enjoying listening to some of the music I listened to when I was younger. Well, uh, here and there. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Uh, since it's National Retro Day. Right. You got a favorite decade? A favorite time? Well, probably of, the 80s. Yeah. Just because I grew up in the 80s. Uh, well, I came of age. I became a man or something like that uh, in the 80s. It was just a very defining 10 year period for me. Uh, beyond that, I don't like to be retro. I think you got to be in the here and now. And I, I try not to be nostalgic or, or retroactive too much. Because I think we spend, a, we're, we're so distracted these days. I think we spend so much time thinking behind us or ahead of us that we're not seeing the here and now. So uh, when it comes to retro stuff, I, I just try to be here, man. <laughs> How about you? Well, I think I know what yours is. What is it? The fifties. Yeah, yeah. It, it truly is. Right. And, and, and of course, I wasn't born until right after the fifties. Right, right, right. So I didn't experience all of it or any of it. I, I experienced it sort of through my parents. Because they were not early adopters on a lot of stuff. Uh, right. So in our house in the 60s, it was much like being in a 50s house, right? The <laughs> I gather. Peg, peg yeah. leg furniture right. and all that kind of stuff. It was really kind of, it was a cool, to me, that was a very cool era. Right. The music was cool, but it, it, there's something about it that makes me feel good. And that's why I don't live in the past. I really don't. Right. But those memories are those things that make me feel good. I like to revisit them because, when, when all this other stuff is going on, illegal aliens are killing people in our country and the drug crisis and everything's going on, I like to find stuff that makes me feel good. Right, right. And a lot of that stuff is in my past, whether it's the glory days of football and whatever, right. or it's just the music of that time that makes me feel good. That's why I go back and grab that stuff. Well, that's what music is in our lives, though. I was talking to my kid about this the other day, that the music you listen to to make yourself feel good, chances are it's the stuff you were listening to yeah. that has a pleasant memory attached to it. Yeah. And, and the memories uh, are just stamped on these songs. You know, whenever that song comes on, you're right back there, wherever the hell you were. You know, and there's something really marvelous about that's, that. That's, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Uh, one of my favorite songs of all time is Hound Dog by Elvis Presley. Right. Yeah. It's my road name a lot of times. Guys will call me Hound Dog. It's just my thing, right? Right. I remember... In 1960-some-odd, my mama putting that on on a 78. Remember 78s? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had 45s yeah. and mm -hmm. 33s and 78s. We had a 78 of Hound Dog, and she put that on. And I was just a little bitty thing. I couldn't have been more than four years old. Right. And she taught me how to dance to that song. That's cool. My mom and me dancing right. to Hound Dog, and I remember that to this very day. Well, I think You're that, right. You, you you just said it. I also think the stuff that your parents were playing, yeah, that carries with you. I mean, my I my the soundtrack of my childhood was Willie Nelson, Christopherson, yeah. Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash. Mine too, yeah. Uh, that's what I grew up listening to. And I, I told you yesterday on Cash's birthday, it really wasn't until I was in my forties that you got him that I really kind of went back to 
all that music that my dad played and my mom loved, and and you get a little life under your belt, and it makes sense. But point being that uh, listening to music is just always a, a trip in the Wayback Machine. It, it just takes you to some, hopefully, a wonderful memory. Uh, and that's uh, that's the beauty of music yeah. and arts in our lives, yeah. man. That's for but sure. As far as retro, what the hell are these kids today going to be retro about? Uh, <laughs> what are you people going to be nostalgic about? Your well, culture sucks. They were talking about Lana Del Rey. They were talking about wearing uh, bell bottoms and, and stuff like that, long sideburns. Well, hey, listen, we invented that in yeah. 1973. You're retro <laughs> for a retro movement, and you're walking around in freaking period costumes. Stop it. <laughs> well, let me tell you about something that is the future, and that's porcelain that is the future of stone is porcelain and when you're talking about great porcelain products it's right here in san antonio it's surface surfacesa.com surfacesa.com when when you want to do something for the last time in your home and i'm talking about replacing countertops island tops bathroom counters uh, could be in the living room could be in the dining room that you're talking about people are putting porcelain all over their homes why porcelain looks fantastic at surface they have every color and color combination of porcelain that you can imagine it was once, you know, a Corian. That was great for its time, but it's over. It was once the granite, and that's on its way out and being replaced by porcelain. Porcelain will be the stone of the future for homes and businesses everywhere because it lasts. You put that in your home and you forget about it. So easy to care for. You don't have to worry about it staining or breaking or cracking or chipping or any of that stuff. It's so tough. See it for yourself and take $1,000 off your installation when you mention Trey Ware at SurfaceSA.com. For nearly 30 years, Thomas J. Henry has... Before Ware and Rima KTSA. I, I, I was telling you off air that, you know, apart from the big chunky stories, there's, there's not a lot that's very interesting today, but I, I just stumbled across this story. Uh, out of Seattle, Washington, where you have four comedians yep. who uh, were slotted to perform, and I guess had performed before, at the uh, Capitol Hill Comedy Bar in Seattle. Uh, and I, I don't know, I, I don't follow a lot of comedians, so I don't know who these guys are. But apparently, uh, because of some of the material they had done before, maybe even stuff they posted, Comedy Club said uh, they got some complaints from from some progressives. You offended people. They were offensive, and so they're not going to be allowed. These are. You know, I grew up in the great. You and I grew up in the great era of the stand-up comedian. Oh lord! The comedy Store and all those guys: oh, yeah. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Carlin. What, uh, what about our buddy in the leather jacket, Andrew Dice Clay, yeah. who wouldn't last twenty seconds now? Uh, uh, Sammy, uh, oh, I just went blank on his name. Sammy, screaming, Sammy. Uh, uh, oh, Kennison. Sam Kennison. Yeah. You know, and and there was a time when the American comedy stage or stand-up comedy stage, the uh, you know, the microphone on the comedy stage, it was no holds barred, man. Well, that was where you went to hear things that you wouldn't hear anywhere else. Well, that's the point of comedy is to offend. Well, that is the point. There's a there's a societal need. I think for comedians and satirists to poke fun at the crap that kind of sucks about who we are or, or life in general, or point out the uncomfortable <laughs> truths, uh, which Pryor and Carlin were brilliant at, and and these I can't say the word, but it begins with a V and ends with an A. Oh, the, sure. These they 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 just can't handle. I, I've had you, you probably read how you know comedians who have been around forever. Are not doing college campuses anymore. Well, they can't because they, they're either not they're protested before they even get there, they can't, or they don't laugh. Yeah. They just they get upset at what they're saying. Well, you know, that's okay. sad. This man. is real old school, okay? But think about Don Rickles for just a second, okay? Right, right. He was the guy that led for Frank Sinatra and the whole Rat Pack. Sure. He, you know, he opened up shows everywhere. He did every single uh, Dean Martin celebrity roast. He made fun of right. our friend Ruth Buzzy. R- right, right, right. Yeah. And yet today he would be gone. He would well, be gone. Just go back a handful of decades. Eddie Murphy wouldn't make there it today. There you go. There Eddie you go. Murphy, which I think Raw and Delirious are two of the finest comedy films ever. <sighs> I mean, the guy was freaking brilliant. Yes. None of that would 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 make it wouldn't today. Wouldn't play. Wouldn't play. No. And so that's uh, sad. It, well, it is. It's sad. The older we get as a nation, the less we're able to handle. <laughs> and, and here's what it says. <laughs> you know what? If you don't want to see it, then don't go. It's, well, don't it's go. That or don't watch it. You know, nobody's just forcing it on you. It's like that's Chappelle. Exactly right. Look at Chappelle. Look at what the journey Chappelle's been through. And he's a liberal guy. I love him. 
I love him too, I but you know, you stuff. hear some of his opinions. He's a fairly oh, liberal guy. Oh, for sure. But you know what? He's funny as hell. Well, and he gets it. He understands. I don't care. I'm right. here to say what's on my right. mind. And yeah, some people are going to offend it. Be offended. I don't really care. I don't people really care. People need to stop caring about that crap and just speak, not just comedians. But people in general just need to speak their freaking minds and stop worrying about who and it pisses off. If somebody is upsetting you, well, then don't listen to them. Don't it's, listen it's to them. It's real simple. It's, 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 it's not that no. difficult, you no. know? Nobody's holding a gun to your head making no. you listen to Dave Chappelle. So that's why I embrace the idea of pissing people off. I enjoy it. Yeah, back in a minute, <laughs> we're wearing Rhyme KTSA. Hi, this is Bob Webster for my friends at Central 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. So you want to know about Thursday, do you? Yeah, because Trump's going to be at the border and Biden's going to be at the border. And you know some of the details of this. uh, And it's pretty funky, huh? Sure. Uh, Jimmy, let's go to some sound, can we? Let's start with, um, why don't we start with number three. Uh, This is Joe with Seth Meyers. Before they sat down for the interview, they went to an ice cream shop. Right, right. Because they had to have dinner, and Joe can't eat solid food anymore. No, he, he gets a little sick yeah, of the mashed right. peas and bananas exactly. out of the, the Gerber, Gerber jar. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. So now he's just munching ice cream. And by the way, if you see this, it's to hear, to hear it's one thing. To see it, he really looks like an old man licking on an ice cream oh, cone at the at the Coney Island Park. He's left the building, yeah. man. But here he is. Somebody asked him about Thursday and his trip to the border. I've been planning to go Thursday. What I didn't know is... Uh, my good friend apparently is gone. And will you meet your migrants while you're there, Mr. President? Well, I'm not going to announce ahead of time. Secret Service doesn't like me announcing exactly. Okay. So he's a damn liar, okay? Uh, Donald Trump planned this trip quite some time ago. They announced it last week. All right. <laughs> So here's Joe Biden yesterday, right? right? Right, And because every poll is talking about how the border is the number one issue with all voters, including Democrats, right. Joe Biden could not have Donald Trump go to the, the border and him not for a couple of reasons, right? First of all, Donald Trump is the clear winner when it comes to border policies. Yes. Clear, yes. right? Because he's already done it. Yeah, And he, <laughs> and, and he, he continues yeah. to, to lead, even among Democrats, and somebody as somebody who could fix the border problem. So he's going to Eagle Pass where the problem is. Right. The Eagle right. Pass is the location. That's the epicenter. That's right. So the media, meaning, I guess, ABC, who knows, but the others would have to cover Donald Trump on the ground in Eagle Pass. Right. So it's time to do a little blocking maneuver. <laughs> so they say, okay, we'll put Joe down in uh, Brownsville, Brownsville, where nothing's going on, right? Nothing's right. happening. We'll put Joe down there at the exact same moment. So the American lying media can cover him instead of Donald Trump. You know, See, take your attention off of Donald well, Trump. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Biden. What was he? He's saying yesterday that oh, oh, oh Trump's following me, or he scheduled blah, 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 some crap like I that. I didn't know he was going. Oh, he did. They didn't know he was You're going. A damn liar! They didn't know he was going. Everybody. And as knew. you said, they announced it last that week. That is correct. It's so full of crap. He's a damn liar. Well, you know, thank God, as you mentioned, you, you talk about these folks a lot. Uh, the independent journalists, the indies. Yes. You know, thankfully, hopefully they'll be out there because you know that Trump's going to uh, show up and he's going to actually listen to people and address the issue straight on. Uh, D- Dr. Phil is going to have more going on than Joe Biden will uh, in Brownsville. That's right. When he shows up. So and he's and, when, and the thing is, when Biden's in Brownsville, who's he going to talk about? Republicans and MAGA people who are blocking him from securing that's, the That's border. what he already said. Yeah. He said he's going there to blame Donald Trump for yeah. the border. It's Donald Trump's fault sure. because they won't pass his bill and give him more processors to make it even worse. The bill is not about fixing the border. The bill itself is to give him more processors so more illegal aliens yeah. can get into the country. That's, that's what the bill does. It doesn't secure the border in any way, shape, or form. But, you know, I have been talking about these independent journos yeah. and how important they are to the future of our very survival as a nation. They really are. And l- l- I'll give you another example. Tucker Carlson, one of the leading independent journos now, yeah. beginning his own network, which will rival anything that anybody else has out there, including right, ABC, right? right? Well, he, when he was visiting with, um, with Vladimir Putin, uh, Putin mentioned that what's been going on with Ukraine and Russia began in 2012 
when the CIA set up these secret bases and began a war in 2012 against Russia. CIA. Yeah. They ran not only a war, but then they replaced the duly elected president of Ukraine with the current guy. Right. This guy is a CIA, Zelensky, is a CIA pick. He's a CIA stooge. That's all he is. He's right? an actor, man. That's it. <laughs> He's an actor. And, and the CIA picked him for that position, put right. him in that position, and started these base camps inside of Ukraine and started to attack Russia. That's what Vladimir Putin told Tucker Carlson. Well, well, and there's 12 secret spy bases in Ukraine. It's been waging a shadow war against Russia since 2014. John Brennan, you remember his name? Uh, John Brennan at that time was the head of the CIA. John Brennan is an avowed communist. He voted for the Communist Party to be president on a number of occasions here in our country. He's an avowed communist. He was the head of the CIA under Barack Obama, another avowed communist. And he started these camps. In in in, uh, in Ukraine. Well, that's what Putin told Tucker Carlson. The Democrat media here in the country, no, Putin's a liar. Putin's a right. liar. Tr- Tucker got lied to. The New York Times. <laughs> the New York Times has now confirmed what Putin said to Tucker that indeed the CIA had fourteen base camps there. When you remember when Putin first rolled into Ukraine, we heard about these right little stories. You, you know the 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 media poo pooed this stuff and characterized it, characterized it as tinfoil hat stuff and conspiracy stuff. That's right. But if you remember when they first rolled into Ukraine. We started hearing about CIA bases and labs That's right. and things of that nature. Uh, so I, I believe it absolutely. You well, know? it is true. Yeah. I mean, it's been confirmed. Right. And, yeah, one of the things you just brought up was labs. Victoria Newland, if you want to do an interesting Ukraine search, just type in that name. Right. She's been over there her entire life working as an operative in, yeah. in Ukraine. Ukraine is a corrupt country. It is yeah. a corrupt country. Yeah. And Victoria Newland is corrupt as the day goes on. Right. And so she gave a, a testimony before the U.S. Senate Committee about the existence of bio-research labs in Ukraine and said they are there. And yeah. we built them and they're ours. CIA, right? Right, right. Right. This is in addition to the military bases the CIA built in Ukraine. Less than 24 hours later, Jen Psaki, as spokesperson for Joe Biden, said, no, that's not true. There's no bio-labs there. They don't that. exist, right? Yeah. And then the fake Democrat media jumped on it and said, no, there's no biolabs there. Well, guess what? The Pentagon finally admitted in a public statement 46 U.S. biolabs. 46? 46. I didn't realize it was that many. U.S. biolabs in Ukraine. (laughs) So this entire Ukraine operation is our deep state running these biolabs and the CIA camp business attacking Russia. Well, and also we characterize it as a money laundering uh, uh, operation as far as the money that we send them. It cycles back around here, I believe, and to other folks who are interested parties. Yes. The whole thing is a sham, and I'm the first to admit when this stuff first happened, when Putin first rolled rolled into Ukraine, I swallowed the whole thing. I swallowed the narrative. Yeah, we got to help him out. We can't let Putin do this. But in, and I think in a lot of people's minds, it, first off, I didn't have a lot of background understanding of Ukraine. I simply didn't. I don't think a lot of people did. Uh, beyond Trump and, and some of the things that he had done with the, his now infamous phone call. Uh, so I was all in. I was like, yeah, let's take care of this. But it never occurred to me we'd still be talking about it all these years later to the tune of billions upon gajillions of dollars. It, it very obviously is a scam. And learning about these CIA labs and bases just kind of confirms that. So what I did when it first happened, and I, I talked about it on the air, too, I went and I watched Oliver Stone. Yes. Remember that? I was yes. talking about Oliver Stone. And hate his politics. He's right. as left as the day is long. But Oliver Stone went to Ukraine years ago, probably decades ago at this point, and did a deep, deep, deep dive into all right. these shenanigans that go into Ukraine. He, he went back hundreds of years, right? Yeah. And he, then he talked about Hitler and the battle over Ukraine with Hitler and all that stuff. And it all lined up exactly perfectly with 
with what we see happening today. And right. I, again, I don't support Oliver Stone's uh, politics, but this documentary that he did on Ukraine is spot on, and Victoria Newland is in his documentary. So when they when they rolled in, when when Russia started fighting Ukraine back then, that was the first thing I did. I went and you know gathered right, right. gathered information, and that was one high point of information for me. It opened my eyes to right. the corruption that is Ukraine. Is yeah, I, I didn't do much of that at the time because I, I was I'm just saying I was in the, yeah, I was in the yeah. hospital at the time, so yeah. I, I didn't you know think about it too much. Of course, just went on the what I was hearing, yeah. what the topsoil narrative was. Of course, yeah. Uh, what's what's incre- increasingly fascinating to me though is how the anti-war party <laughs> is all about Ukraine. They have absolutely no issue. The anti-war. This is the party of. The, the the street theater and the protests and the marches of the of the Vietnam era, uh, and they are this these were the people that were saying Hussein never had weapons of mass destruction blah blah anti war folks and they freaking can't shut up about Ukraine they freaking love war in Ukraine I mean AOC has even been shouted down over this in some of these town halls when I was a kid. I remember Jane Fonda sitting on oh, God. on the gun turret. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, North Vietnamese, yeah. And I remember going over here to Bamsi, the old Bamsi. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to the old Bamsi and watched the helicopters fly in with the kids, the young men who had been shot, burned, maimed in, in Vietnam. And I, we watched that. But what I also saw were all these Democrats saying, we got to get out of there. This is horrible. The Democrats who oh, were yeah. protesting, street protests and all that about B- Vietnam, Jane Fonda protesting, Hanoi Jane and all that stuff. And today they are mysteriously silent. That's Well, they're not only silent. They're not silent. Hey, democracy is on the line here. We well, can't let up for yeah. a second. Yeah. Right. They are the warmongers yes, in this the situation. The very same people. The hippies and the peaceniks and all that have evolved into a bunch of schmucks, low-content schmucks, who are now all about war. I mean, just take Jane Fonda as an example. Well, she I, was not even so, her. Don't, yeah, no, screw her. She's but, old, but I'm talking about young people. And, and No, I'm just you know, trying to prove a point. Oh, right, right. That somebody who was so anti-war in Vietnam yeah. is so pro-war now. Well, it's, yes. <laughs> Do they not realize their own stinking hypocrisy? Uh, Apparently not. I don't know whether they do. I, I, I have no idea what they realize. It's funny watching liberal Democrats fight for war and yeah. make the argument for war. Right. Boy, these are also the people that were all about free speech, right, back in the day? And the, the American campus was the place where sure. you went not to anymore. hear divergent opinions? Not anymore, man. Well, think about it. They're also supposedly the party of civil rights and, you know, <laughs> black oppression right. and all that stuff. They're the biggest racists in the world oh, today. Yeah. Th- this was the party that brought us the feminist movement on the heels and of the suffragette movement. And they hate <laughs> Screw you, you silly chicks. Yeah. I'm a dude in a dress. I can do whatever I want. Quick break, and we'll uh, lighten the load next. Hicks Carpet One, the largest and best selection of flooring in San Antonio at Hicks Carpet One. If you want the highest quality hardwood flooring, this is your place, all in one place under one roof, and that's Hicks Carpet One. Carpet and laminate tile, and my favorite is the luxury vinyl plank. I love the look and the feel of the luxury vinyl plank, but what I love most about it is the ease of care. The, the stuff that we put in our home looks just like hardwood. You cannot tell the difference. We fool people all the time and come in and beautiful hardwood floors, you know. And yet I don't have to worry about spilling stuff on it. I have to worry about tr- people tracking water in from the poo I don't have to worry about it because the luxury vinyl plank is the toughest stuff you can put in your home, and Hicks has more choices of luxury vinyl plank. Look, here's what Nancy and I are doing to our home right now. We're doing the last improvements that we want to do for the rest of our time in that home, right? We want to be one and done, and if you want to be one and done, flooring from Hicks Carpet One is the way to do it with the beautiful guarantee. There are no mistakes, right? Even if you make a mistake and you pick the wrong flooring and they install it and you go, oh, no, that's not what I thought it was going to look like. I hate this. And then they're going to take it out and they're going to re- replace your flooring absolutely free. Call 210-496-2121 for Hicks Carpet One. Very warm today, 85 for the high. Winds rolling in tomorrow morning with a cold front. Temperatures are going to go down tomorrow. It's not going to get super cold. It's just going to be chilly on Thursday with a high about 56. Right now, it's 67 at KTSA. Good morning, Loop 410 westbound at KTSA and FM 1071. Where in Rima, you said you had something silly? Well, I don't know if it's silly. It may be somewhat serious. And uh, I, I uh, yesterday was the snow moon. It's a full moon right now. It's called the snow moon because at this time of year, in most other parts of 
of the country is when you get the heaviest snowfall. Okay, it's a full moon. All right, we've all heard about how the moon affects behavior, okay, on planet Earth. Now, I walked in, and Elaine told me, and she's got a little Band-Aid on her, on her she's got her, her hand all band-aid, bandaged up because Moonshine and her cat got into a fight. It right? was like the Crips and the Bloods the Crips in my and, living they, room. They, they, they threw down, right? And you got <laughs> yeah. scarred up trying to... I told her yesterday when I got home, it's my daughter and I hanging out, uh, we have 10 cats. We had a slap-down huge cat fight. They just lost their S for about five minutes. Our older cat, Xena, who is apparently from the west side... Went badass on because the four younger ones were, they haven't been fixed yet. I'm having their testicles removed on Friday, but at this point they're still a little hyper. Okay, and they went after Zena and she just snapped. Man, can, can we do that to politicians? By the way, we should. Well, they would. You wouldn't be able to tell the Could, difference. We don't have Could to we? worry about Biden. <laughs> Why, right. Well, I'm just saying. I don't know. My cats went ballistic yeah. yesterday. I've never. They've never done this ever. God. And I'm wondering if if it's the freaking moon. Has yeah. anybody else had? Did anybody else have animal problems yeah. yesterday? I'm just kind of curious. Yes. Did you have animal problems? Well, I don't have any animals. Right. But I woke up naked in the backyard, screaming at the at the sky last night. Did you have like blood yeah. around your mouth? And uh, yes. Stuff? Yes. So there you go. That explains it right there. Let's see how you now. Are. I, now I understand why. I I couldn't figure it out. I. I no, no drinking or but, anything, but I just woke up naked in the backyard screaming at the sky. I don't want to hear about your hobbies, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a good weekend. That's for your own time there, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying yeah. my animals went nuts. Elaine, that is that the first time if they ever thrown no, that? Moonshine is just real playful with him. Right. But he's like eight years old. Right. And um, she just like jumps on him and pushes his head down to the but carpet. yesterday it was too much and she gives like little love bites little love bites but yeah. yesterday the the switchblades came out and they uh-huh. they were going at it oh yeah i'm just wondering if and i'm going to get revisit this on my show if anybody else had critter problems yesterday i think it was the moon that caused this okay i'm just saying it could be I've never seen a cat fight like that. Really? It, they didn't injure each other. I mean, they were knocking each other around, but they weren't drawing blood. Then you didn't hang out at McCreela's Mall on the weekends back in the day, did you? Where? And, what? Yeah. <laughs> the parking lot of McCreela's Mall back in the day. We used to see cat fights all the time. Really? Oh, no, you didn't. Oh. oh no. Two-legged cat. I go oh, cut the, you. The kind where they... And, and when I cut you, I'm going to make you bleed. The kind where they take their earrings off yeah. first? Yeah. <laughs> well, some, some, sometimes they don't mess around with that. Wow. Sometimes they just carry on. So, when you bypass the earrings you know things are serious those are cat fights right there i'm just saying they went nuts and it was the first time it's ever happened well it could be i mean you know we are in those we are in a different phase aren't we we are and uh so i'm having their testicles removed on friday i might have my own removed i don't know we'll see (laughs) sorry (laughs) they're in serious purse yeah, I don't. So, they, they, she keeps them uh, in so a So when you box. do and you come in on Monday, you be talking like this? No, Good I'll morning. be a lot more passive than I am today. <laughs> and I'm a pretty passive guy. I want to be more what, passive. What is that you're wearing, by the way? This is my hernia mesh binder. It uh, keeps my guts in place, and I've noticed that my back doesn't hurt as much. My doctor suggested this. You know what it looks like? It looks like you're loading groceries at HEB. It looks like one of those, right? one of those things that guys who carry stuff around, no, they wear Heavy around lifting way. for me is lifting my clipboard. Okay? Yeah. That's about it. But I, right. this, this keeps my back from hurting, keeps everything where it should be. And so you're getting old. I was told to wear this. <laughs> it's I am. like a double XL corset. Yes. I have a girdle. <laughs> yeah. It's not the years. Well, it's the mileage. So as Doc Holliday once famously said, you're not wearing a bustle. Sean is. Right. So yeah, I am. <laughs> and it feels great. <laughs> tell you about safe showers. And my friends Chris and Joan Edlin at Safe Showers are ready to visit with you. They'll even come to your home and give you a free, no obligation, in-home estimate on a safe shower for your home. Protecting your safety, right? Are mom and dad safety? Are they trying to age in place at the house? You don't want to move them out yet? I, I get it. And that's what safe showers can do. Safe showers comes in about a day and a half. They replace what you have with a safe shower. Not a cheap you know, plastic overlay. Now, this is a full-on shower, brand spanking new to you. It totally updates the look and feel of your bathroom without you having to spend, you know, 10, 15, 20 grand, right? And this just will, will do a wonderful job for your safety. No more stepping over a bathtub to take a shower or none of that nonsense. Low step up entry, non slip 
floor. All those things come with a safe shower. And got great interest rate loans available to you, uh, discounts for senior military and, uh, and active duty first responders, so on and so forth. So they, they're going to take great care of you. Get in touch with them and get a free in-home estimate. From Safe Showers today at 210-655-1111. Hey, it's Sean. It's getting warmer. This KTSA with Warren Rima. DEI. Um, it's being taught in schools as, you know, all white people are racist just because right. they're white people. So on. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it's being carried out in, uh, in, in big companies uh, all across, and little companies all across the country, where it's more important to hire box checkers than it is mm. to hire people who can get the job done. Yeah. But it's now moving into the active phase. And uh, did you see the report from Ben Shapiro on this? No. What's this? So just to back up and lay a little groundwork first, uh, we had over the past month or so these uh, doors falling off of airplanes and stuff like yeah. that, off of yeah. Boeing airplanes. And come to find out, you know, uh, or at least there's indications and leanings to lead us to understand that these were DEI hires that were doing the work on these airplanes. Oh, and wow. And because they were box checkers, they were not necessarily proficient in their jobs and so on. Right. And that these, we talked about it at the time, these DEI hires may not have put bolts in the, in the doors and the doors just fall off and, and things of that nature going on. We do know that that has happened in, in certain fields, whether it was true of the Boeing case or not. But Boeing had launched itself into a DEI hiring phase where yeah. they were hiring people just because they checked the right. Are you gay enough? Are you trans enough? Right. Are you colored enough? And you know, when I say that, I mean all, all sure, different colors. Sure. Um, are, what are you? You know, do you check all the right boxes? And like Karine Jean Pierre, she's clearly there because she checks all the boxes. Yeah, they feel like sucks they at her job. Yeah. That's exactly right. So uh, we we have seen this go on and on. Now, of course, it's moved into a complete another phase. Microsoft puts out their DEI report, right? And they proudly are talking about how all things being equal, all things, job, position, the amount of work, everything is equal. They are purposefully paying people of color way more than white people. And they're very proud about it. They're bragging about it in this report, how mm. everything is equal, and we're making sure that the white guy is suffering because we're going to pay him less. Now, he may be doing a better job. Right. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. If he's doing a better job, we're going to pay him less. In fact, we're going to pay him bottom rung and pay everybody else top rung, and we're doing that on purpose. So your skin color determines uh, how much you make, basically. Correct. Yeah. That's correct. And if you are white, then you're going to make less than everybody else. Or right? Asian. <laughs> well, <laughs> they don't like them either. But they're talking about. <laughs> but they're talking about in this report how they're paying Asians quite a bit more. Oh, too. are they really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Daily Wire editor emeritus uh, Ben Shapiro has got a thread on X now. Troubling findings that they have done an investigative report on how DEI now has made its way into the medical establishment. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have these medical students who are now graduating and becoming doctors. And they are very proud to announce and to admit they have been injuring patients, injuring them, if a patient does not buy off on the DEI thing. He gives an example. Caicel del Rosario. Mm -hmm. yep. She was a Wake Forest medical student getting ready to graduate from the school and start a career in the medical field. Del Rosario made headlines when she said and admitted that she injured a patient who laughed at her she, her pronoun. The Wake Forest medical student posted about her actions on social media joking about how she purposefully missed the vein of a patient Oh, hell who, no. Who made fun of her she, her pronoun. She was doing a blood draw? Yeah. And she purposely went, uh, and apparently, according to her own words, missed the vein on purpose to cause that person pain. Wow. Yeah. Uh, ben Shapiro again said, quote, this is the norm in medicine. Meet award-winning Duke surgical resident Vinges Raman. An internal DEI lecture, Raman says his heart sinks. His heart sinks when his patients 
watch Fox News or wear a red MAGA cap in, and he responds accordingly, whatever that means. You know, i got a couple of things to say about oh, that. Oh, boy, um, do I ever. Well, I, you know, I've had some medical experiences, and two things. First off, blood draws, when you have to t- have them every day, are extremely painful. Yes, they and are. Uh, especially if you're in for a protracted period of time like I was, uh, and I have wonky veins anyway. I mean, your veins flatten. It becomes increasingly difficult to find a vein. I ha- had to learn to, I mean, I had a lot of pain meds going too, but there are times where I, you know, it just really freaking hurt when somebody's got to do multiple draws. It's a very painful thing uh, when you can't find a vein. So somebody who would do anything intentional in that regard, they should not be practicing medicine in any way, shape, or form. That is correct. Secondly, I can be honest with you. For the five months I was in the hospital, uh, and I wasn't on the air for most of that, so I didn't really have to watch the news. I consciously made a choice not to watch a lot of news and to leave Fox News on the TV. And it sucks that I thought this way when I look back. But I did. I, I, in my mind, I, they got to me. In my mind, they cowed my behavior. I didn't play Fox News on my TV in the hospital because I was genuinely concerned about how people coming into the room would react to that. Think about I'm it. I'm being absolutely, no, totally freaking honest that's, with you. That's exactly what happened. I kept it on the Food Channel or I kept it on uh-huh. something else, Me TV. I right. rarely had the news on while I was for the entirety <clears throat> of the time I was, until the Ukraine thing happened. Yeah. Uh, but for the majority of my time in the hospital, I purposefully did not play Fox News because I didn't want to upset the politics of somebody walking in. Well, think about not that. that I, well, let me, not yeah. that I thought they would do anything to sure. me. Because everybody I encountered was a s- true professional. They were beautiful, amazing people. Mm-hmm. But I know that I made that choice. Now, why should I have to make that choice? Well, and that's that's the way it goes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm paying for the damn room. I should be able to watch wh- whatever the hell I want to watch. Well, or wear a MAGA hat to your doctor's right, appointment. Right. But Absolutely. apparently you can't do that. Yeah. Because if you wear a hat to the MAGA doctor if you wear a MAGA hat to the doctor's appointment and you get there and the doctor is a Biden supporter, you don't know if the doctor is not going to take that out on you. I've I've been yeah. in the same boat. Where I went, and I, I don't think this was intentional. I think this was just a uh, somebody who was beginning. But I had blood drawn one time, and I have really healthy, strong. You can see my veins in my arm. Right, right. And they, she could not hit that hole. I, no way. She tried seven times. She put seven holes right. in me until I said, "Go get somebody who can do this right." That's the most painful thing in the world when they're it, just it poking hurts. you, poking well, yeah, you, poking it you. It really hurts. Yeah. Well, phlebotomy is an art form. There are people who are very right. good at it. So imagine somebody doing it. that based on your politics. Yeah. They're doing it on purpose based now, on your politics. If you were anybody were to a medical technician were to do that or phlebotomist were to do that, they should be not only run out of the medical field but sued. Well, they should be brought up on charges. Which they right. won't be because this is the new normal. Do you remember when Ronald Reagan was shot? I was a sophomore in high school. And what did he say well, right before they, the surgeons put him to sleep? I hope you're all Republicans. Yeah. Well, we're living it now. It was just like a year ago we were looking at major medical groups and individual doctors who said that if, if you are of a certain political bent, don't bother coming here. That's correct. We, we reported on that's it. We right. talked about it. And that's what Ben Shapiro's been talking about, too, and they did some digging and people who are actually doing this now. Think about the oath that they take. It's called the Hippocratic Oath to yeah. do, do no harm. Sure. It doesn't matter who comes before you. It doesn't matter the skin color. It doesn't matter about their economic stage in life. It doesn't matter what their politics is. You are to do no harm and to think there are people out there right now who are doing well, it. The, they all ought to go to jail. Well, that's sick. And remember Bill Maher talked about his heart doctor who was a conservative and how he gave him some advice on some stuff years ago. And he didn't take the advice because the guy was a conservative. Later on, he found the guy was absolutely right about what he was prescribing for, for Mar, And he said, I let my politics get in the way. Uh, and that's patient to doctor. Yeah. So if it's doctor to patient, we're in a world of trouble because you might be dealing with some folks who are not properly trained. Well, so you wear a, let's just say this as a scenario, and then we'll move on and, and take a break. When you go to have some sort of minor, I don't know, butt check, you know, where they do that, you know, checking your, well, I, I, that's <laughs> I what I call it. Those. That's what I call it. Anyway, and, and you're going to be out for a few minutes while they check you. Yeah. But you wore your Trump shirt in there that morning. 
Mm. And they're going to be putting you to sleep and probing you literally. Well, well, uh, that's not a good thing if they don't like your politics. And they're going to take it out with, uh, on you, right? Well, I, I think in life in general right now, I know I'm at the place where I don't wear certain shirts when I'm out and about. Think I don't about wear that. certain head headgear when I'm out and about. They've think already about had that that impact on people. Think about that. You know, uh, think about that. it's sad. It really is sad, you know, because people don't want to be hassled. And I, it, this is something else I can tell you. When I was in the hospital, a lot of nurses and technicians that I was dealing with, when when they found out what I was doing for a living, they'd keep their voices low. Oh, sure. But they'd start talking to me. God, I hope Trump gets, you know, right, this Biden right, right, thing. Right, they, yeah. Then they'd talk I'll about their there. politics. I've been there. But they kept it very quiet. Or they say, know? don't say any, Don't say I said anything. Right. Anything. You know? it's, it's what they did with the what was commonly commonly known as the rebel flag. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that flag, the the background of that flag was flipped, and it was turned into a symbol of slavery. Right, right. right? And so everybody, like Leonard Skinner, they used to unroll this gigantic rebel flag behind Dukes them. Dukes hazard, that. right? Right. And all that had to go away because the the mainstream media and the others said, "Well, that that's a symbol of slavery. That if you have that anywhere near you, then you're you're a white supremacist, racist, slave hating person." Right. 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 And so people had to stop. Wearing, wearing the Confederate stuff. flag, even though it has no connection no, to that whatsoever. No, no they, they created These are that. the times in which we live. That's you right. know, you, we all make these kinds of choices. But if it goes institutional where you actually genuinely, because I'm not genuinely worried about doctors and medical professionals now, and I've in, interacted with a whole lot of them. But if we do get to the place, which would be in a generation or so of medical students graduating, because we, we've all seen these medical schools. That talk about DEI, yeah, about. And, and and say this is important to your training as a physician. Well, we know for a fact that there are many of them that are pro-trans, you know, removing right. penises from little boys oh, and all that, God. right? We yeah. know that that exists. Right. So just if you've got a public position that you're opposed to that and you've got to go under the knife at their facility, well, you don't know what's going to happen to you. Right. And I know that's a harsh thing for us to say and to realize, but these are the facts that we're dealing with. It, it actually happened. Oh, yeah. And it may happen once or twice right now, but you give it a general of these numbskulls going to school in these places with this stuff being shoved into their heads, and you're going to have a much higher percentage in a generation. Well, you absolutely will. So it's you got to stop it now. Well, I, yeah, I think in medicine and, and flying airplanes, it's a really bad idea. I, I can handle it if uh, the manager at the Walgreens has, has got some issues with, uh, or any—I don't mean Walgreens specifically—but you know, in other situations where politics may enter it, enter into it, enter into it, who cares? But if it's flying airplanes or maintaining airplanes or well, working on your well, body, Sean, think, that's important stuff. Think man. about law enforcement. They law have, enforcement. They have police officers so cowed, so yeah. scared, running scared in this country today. If it's them or a black guy, they'll let him go because they're—they're they're thinking they're going to—they're going to Derek show him and go to jail they got a whole nother consideration that they have to make exactly in right. seconds intimidation yeah Hess fitness products for you and for your workout program to get in the best shape of your life look better feel better do more who doesn't want to do that right and Hess is going to help you get there they have all the equipment that you can possibly imagine from treadmills to elliptical machines to weight machines to free weights and everything in between and at Hess they have the best price guarantee you see Albert Kessler my friend has been at this now for over 40 years for over 40 years, he has gone all over the country and the world looking for the best in fitness equipment, finding them at the best price with the best warranties and selling it right here in San Antonio uh, on 281 between Thousand Oaks and Brook Hollow. But you know what else Albert does? He invests heavily in his people. He gets people there that understands workout. He understands how to talk with you to find out from you what you can do, what you can't do, what you like to do, what you don't like to do, so that they can match you with the right piece of equipment. And then and then they have white glove delivery and setup at Hess Fitness Products. Check them out today at HessFitness.com or under the big red and white sign. That's Hess Fitness Products, 281 between Thousand Oaks and Brook Hollow. Quality. Here at John Wayne, it's not just...